Why was like the sound that? effect needed, or any of the what you just did? Well, because it's uh, in case you just use the audio, but I well, want to do like. Of course, I'm a, using just the audio. It's a podcast. I know, but we might use the video and like look how cool I look. I got a ring light. I do. You you look like a psychopath. Honestly, yeah, you look. No, you I look, look good. Does it really make my eyes pop? <laughs> you Here, should you I turn look it up? like you're on drugs of some kind. <laughs> Die, birds. Which we talk about in this episode, actually, a little bit. <laughs> you should probably smoke weed watching, listening to this episode. That'd be good. We talk about it in this episode. So partake of a little uh, hashish. Is that what they call it? Is that a thing that they call it? Hashish? Is it? I'm getting, I'm getting shrubs. Uh, confirmation from our producer that that the might shrub. be The shrub. We don't have a producer. Huh? We don't have, have a producer. I have producers, Daryl. No, I'm you that, don't. I'm, I'm that important. You are not produced. <laughs> Is this did, you, good? did you just uh, burn your retinas with your ring light? I don't That's know. That's not good. I have ring work. Um, yeah, it's uh, our second episode. Uh, epi- yeah. Episode? Yeah, it's our second Epis- second episode. Uh, with Jeremy S. Walker. Yeah, the S is for um, super sexy. cool. No, nah, it's for Steven. It's Sexy. Steven. Jeremy Steven Walker was our guest for this episode. He's a great dude. We <laughs> met him the first actually the first time we met him was when we were doing NerdCon last year with Geek and Sundry. It was the first time we met him. Uh, the one in Pasadena. Yeah, it was the one in Pasadena. And we just hung out with him all day and just, you know, shot the shit yeah. and talked fantasy football. Well, because everybody else already knew us and didn't like us by then. <laughs> exactly. He did he didn't know yet. He didn't, he didn't know, know any better. better yet that we were awful and everyone there hated us. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't. Um, they they like yeah, me. Yeah, they don't like me. Um, no. It's racist, but you know, it is what it is. It is not. It's that you're a piece it's, of shit. Well, they, they, it's mm, for a certain reason. I think we know why. Anyway. I like that we get back to potatoes in this episode. I like everything, uh, what if potatoes, everything comes around to potatoes. In this episode. What if the whole season's about That's potatoes? That's fine. We can we can have one potato question every episode for all I can. Would you say one potato, two potato, three potato more? I I hate you so much for making that joke that I'm gonna end the intro right now. Here's Jeremy Stephen Walker. Warning. The views and opinions expressed in the following program are solely those of the hosts and guests, and do not reflect the actual views and opinions of the hosts and guests. This serves as a disclaimer that no one holds these opinions, nor should anyone hold these opinions. Listener discretion is advised. like we just got on and we're saying hello hi hey jeremy <laughs> hey good to see you guys yeah yeah this, uh, it was the first time i've talked to you like we're lying it's been on for a while jake why are you doing that with your shirt no one's asking for that should no call her up no. or call her up or what are you uh, uh, collar buttoned huh all the way to the top is that better for you daryl you lose a little bit of weight and you're like you just can't wait to get naked Oh, speaking of, uh, Jake, I saw your commercial with Carmen Electra. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen this, Jeremy? I have not. What was it? What was it for? Beef it's jerky? For, it was, yeah, it's for Cattleman's Cut Beef Jerky. 
And um, so it was essentially like a like a dream sequence thing where I'm just I'm sitting in my backyard uh, in a cut off T-shirt and, and cut off jorts. Nice. And, like you do. Uh, just you know, eating eating beef jerky, sitting on a like rickety metal bench swing with my feet in a kiddie pool, and like you uh, do. just living life. And then I take a bite of the beef jerky, and Carmen Electra walks into my backyard and is like, you know, I'm here to make all your wildest dreams come true. And so then I go, I'm start thinking, and it goes into a dream sequence where she's she's running with this handsome lifeguard they're you know slow motion running and they they didn't cast me yeah but go ahead anyway um and then they uh they run by uh the lifeguard truck and uh the door opens and the guy runs right into it knocks himself out and i step out over him and start running with her slow motion and uh yeah so that was the whole that was a little commercial. That's a little bit. Are you in yeah. like a bikini as, as well, or no, no, no? I was in the same thing I was wearing in the uh, in the backyard. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, they released that. I don't know, like a week and a half ago, something like that. But, and you got to meet Carmen Electra. Yeah, yeah, I did. She was super nice. She was super nice. It's always She'd have to be. It's always and it's yeah. It's always. It's always a relief to me and a surprise when you meet someone who's famous and they're like chill, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're like nice and normal people. It's always kind of like, oh, thank Is God. Is that the way you felt wanna... when you met me? <clears throat> Jake, well, Jeremy, God, it's good. Jeremy, think... Jeremy, it's good to have you. Is uh, my mic not working? Yeah, no, it's it's working fine. Oh. <laughs> working just fine. It's weird. I don't think you heard my question. I'll, I'll ask it again later. Okay. Maybe you're embarrassed to talk about it in front of Jeremy. Jeremy, uh, you have a baby. I do. Yes. Uh, and it is three months old. Is it a is it new or used? Uh, she's, was, was it a trade in? She. Uh, <laughs> no, we have the new model. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You went for the 2020 model. That, that's that's the way to do it, really. We did. I mean, you know, we had some some other options. Just checking a few things out. Mm-hmm. Loses value when you drive it off the lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it does. Yeah, and you know, as soon as you pull that baby out of the the, the out of the old uh, yeah. hospital, is like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, loses its value. You're losing money then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, maybe maybe she'll uh, gain value later. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't don't introduce her to the arts at all. Put Just show away. her all Bill Bill Nye and Matt, yeah. and let her save the planet. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like somebody's got it because it's not it's not our generation. How old are you, Jeremy? Do you say how old you are? Are you one of those people that say how old you are? Uh, sort of. I, I like what do you say? What are you supposed to say? Like the age range? Is that like? Yeah, you can give me your age range. It's like 30, 18, 18 to forty nine. Yeah, <laughs> in that demographic. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Seventy. Yeah. Eighteen. Wow, you got some range on you, man. Boy, yeah. Yeah. I uh. I'll be turning 40 this year and my generation has completely blown it. Like they just, that we, we, we didn't do a good job. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in your, your uh, generation. I'm, I'm not quite as old as you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Feels like daggers when you say it like that, but go the, ahead. The elder statesman. Way older than I. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Good. Yeah. What were, the early, what were the early eighties like, you old fogey? <laughs> <laughs> the movies were great. That's, you're not lying. Did you like Jimmy Carter when he was president? Or? 
<laughs> I was too young to vote for him. Uh, uh, no, he likes Ike. That's who he likes. <laughs> no, seriously, though, not very far off. Yeah. No, we, uh, yeah, we, we sort of blew it. So I'm hoping for the kids to fix it, you know. Yeah. Because I don't think we've got it. No. I don't think we have what it takes. We don't have the right stuff. I think we've already proven that. Yeah. I mean, I own the right stuff. It's a great movie. I have it. It's right over there. It is. Uh, new Kids on the Block song. It's also yeah, a new. It's also a new Kids on the Block song. <laughs> oh oh uh, oh oh. Um. You know, anyway. <laughs> How's that go again, Jake? Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> oh, okay. That's how it goes. I wanted I to make wanna... it more of a statement and less of a song. Yeah, you. Because if I make a it sta- a statement, I don't have to pay for use of the because I didn't use the melody. Well, you you have to keep yeah, in mind that, that I think that's a leftover mindset from GNS. From GNS, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say nobody listens on this, so it's fine. That's a good you, point. You can't get sued if no one. It's it's like if a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to hear it. Can they if copyright we sing, it? If we sing a copywritten <laughs> can, song, but no one le- listens to the can podcast, legal put a hold on it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is legal? Yeah. <laughs> Who's legal? Le- legal is legal Zoom. That's yeah, exactly. Our legal, that's our yeah. legal counsel. Um, yeah. But yeah. We have a friend who's watched every episode of Law and Order. That's who we consult. Yeah, it's Mark Hampton. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually watches it just for the like the emotional romantic parts, which are like yeah. spread out over three episodes. You know, just to find out oh which one Watterson's. Now, now I want someone to edit those scenes together just to make law and order a whole different show all it is is just like it's sam watterson's character like sleeping with women that are one under his employee and two at least 30 years his junior look sam watterson except for when well no and then i forget uh what what the actress was or who what the character was but the the last girl i believe played a lesbian and didn't sleep with him and like like made it obvious she was never going to sleep with him because she was and gay. And the show was canceled. And the show ended. Yeah. And that was it. That's it. That's how it goes. That's how you go out. It's, it's, and, uh, and now, and now yeah. we've got Grace and Frankie. Yeah. Sam Watterson. Sam Watterson. Gracie and Frankie. Sam Watterson. He's, he's. What's the. It's Lily Tomlin. Yeah, that's right. Oh, right, right, right. Martin Sheen. Yeah. And he's gay in it. Aren't they? Good talk, guys. Yeah, Good talk. Full circle. Yeah. Full, We've watched the show. Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that joke will not land on the podcast, but it no, was, no, it won't. It was, but Sam, Sam Watson, yeah, he's uh, he was he was keeping the show together. He's always been old. He's like Steve Martin. He's just always been an old guy. Yeah. yeah. Is it the hair? Is it? It's the hair. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously yeah. the hair and the wrinkles. You know, and just sort of the the crotchetiness, right? You know, <laughs> the general crotchetiness. Yeah, you, you know, like I mean, he's like Clint Eastwood. Like you just feel like he's gonna tell you to get off his lawn. Like even if you're in your your near forties, like he'd be like, "Get off my lawn." You'd be like, yeah. "Sir, I'm I'm here to do the census." And he's like, "I said, get off my lawn, you hippie with your <laughs> your long hair, <laughs> sir. My hair is it's a buzz cut. Yeah, I don't want to hear about your spacemen." Oh, I could go on, but I I will stop. Speaking of long, you're hair. a hippie. Speaking of hippies, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. Your hippie. hair looks great, but it's, uh, I haven't cut it in over three months. Is this what it? Is this just you're letting it do you? Yeah, you know, uh, I actually signed with a, a new a new uh, agent, and uh, cool. congrats. No, and oh, that's a mirror. I just realized that. 
It's real. I was oh, wow. I was a little confused. <laughs> I was thinking I was like, well, should I move the bookshelf like like I'm like on CNN? Like you read? Yeah, like I read actually read. Wrong audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're, uh, we're going to transcribe this later for our particularly <laughs> nerdy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, you have you guys have an audience? No. No. My mother has never listened to a single episode of this. Mine hasn't either. Your mom's dead. Stop doing that. Why do you that? have to keep rubbing that in, Daryl? That's Jeez. not how that works. Jeez, God, you're the, you may you just want everybody to be on your level, and it's not cool. Some of us have dignity. I I can't believe that you want to keep, you know, driving the nail in that coffin. It's oh my god. Mm. Well, at least you didn't say beating a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel good about that one. <laughs> oh, I don't either. Are you drinking? Um, no, it's water. I don't drink anymore. I stopped drinking. Straight vodka. That's all he's. It's just pure vodka. Days, it's just it's actually rubbing alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get. I stopped drinking. I stopped drinking last year. I just. I. I. I never felt good the next. Like if I just have a drink, I'm fine. Like a glass of wine, I'm fine. But if I ever have like two, I just always feel like crap the next day and it's hard to get up and get motivated. And right. I don't know, I just was like, I don't know, I'm going to like, I want to turn 40 and I want to be in good shape. And so I was like, oh, I guess I can't drink. And it just, it wasn't even hard. Sugar was harder to give up than alcohol. Like, like candy bars and shit Dude, and ice giving cream. giving up sugar is no joke. It's impossible. I, they, yeah, Are it's you, harder. You, that's, that's, whew. You're, you're in good shape, right, Jeremy? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Flexing. flexing. Have you always kind of been like a, a fit, thin guy or is it, does it take work for you to maintain what you have? It's work uh, more so now than it used to be. But, sure. uh, you know, I've always, from like age 16, I, I started working out and I just kind of just, you know, now it's just kind of my thing. Right. I feel like, I feel like shit if I don't. Yeah. I guess I'm in that. Do you, do you work out at home during all this or are you like, have you braved it at the gym yet? Finding some excellent YouTube workouts. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. And now that I have a baby, um, you you bench press the baby. Ner- that, yeah, actually, curls, bicep <laughs> curls. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll do like my nursery push-ups. So when she's not doing her tummy time, I'm doing like my push-ups next. That's time. really cool. Oh, That's nice, cool. Yeah. Does she try to Does she try to imitate you yet, or is she just sort of like just still figuring out what her eyes are and stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah, she just looks at me and then she like throws up. So. Yeah, that's great. That's oh. good. Good about myself. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, <laughs> dad, good lord, put on a shirt. Yeah, that's a, that's enough of that. <laughs> oh, what do you think about this, baby? <laughs> that's weird. That's what my girlfriend does too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, uh, three months. I don't know how you're awake. Uh, I'm not. You probably, you probably <laughs> have been for 12 hours now yeah, I've been up for and it's only two in the afternoon. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long, long day so far. Uh, I also have an eight year old, my stepson. Right. How long have you been, uh, his stepfather or in his life as a stepfather? For a little over four years now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, he, yeah, you're like, you're family to him. You're in there. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, my girlfriend has two, and it's like, it's, it's such a weird, and they're ex- awful. They're terrible. Just the worst. <laughs> I love them both, but like, they've got me to like, and, you know, and I'm ruining everything that their wonderful parents are doing. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I, every time that they're like, do this, I'm like, hey, hey, 
don't. You know, you know when you see in <laughs> movies kids that like grew up in the in the jungle or in the woods. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it's yeah. kind of like. Yeah. That's that's what it's kind of like. I hide forks so they have to eat with their hands. <laughs> not technically your kids, so like. yeah. So I'm not ruining my legacy. It's fine. I'm leaving no legacy. Well, <laughs> you don't have a legacy to ruin. Well, the thing is, is everybody was talking about your carbon footprint, and I really wanted to make sure I left a very light carbon footprint. So I, uh, I don't put my sperm in people. That's basically what it comes down to. You know, I'm just, I'm just not even gonna. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna leave that one alone. You want, you want to just go past <laughs> it? Ordinarily, you say things that I'm like that I, I want to uh, riff off of, but I, I just I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna leave that one alone. Sure. I think that's probably yeah. Let that one no swim. One, no one. No one. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. We, no one. Man. No one. Oh. No one wanted to turn into this podcast to hear about your gentleman's relish. Okay. No one needed oh. to hear that. So my man Mayo, thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, I, as you may or may not know, Jeremy, this uh, is the show, and uh, eventually we wander ourselves around to some topics uh, that have been uh, possibly predetermined or not. We don't remember, <laughs> and uh, so we'll see what ends up happening. But uh, do you uh, are you are you ready for topics, or do you have something else you need to? Get off uh, your chest. Any no, your chest looks great. Oh, okay. You're good. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to do that. Oh, I don't. Okay. No, I don't really have. Uh, I, don't, I can't really think of anything. Um, no, then you're oh, ready then you're for the show. You're fitting right in for the show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're you are ready to go. I'm ready to take on whatever you are uh, putting out there. All right then. Well, well it's not my semen, so well, let's, let's get going. Oh man, <laughs> I don't want to take that off. Oh man. No, no, no one does. No one does. No one does. All right. So, so yeah, let's get into, let's, let's get into topic one here. This, this, this one will be interesting. And this one I think will hit right at home for our demographic and people who listen to the show. So here we go. Aside from the obvious medical benefits, what is the best reason to legalize marijuana? Oh, okay. Because I think, and I'm asking, we're asking the question that way because I think it's safe to assume that all three of us agree it needs to be legalized. Yes. Federally yes. legalized. So let's, Worldly. So let's assume, you know. Globally, yeah. I think is the word I yes, was looking I, for, I, not worldly. Yeah, worldly. Uh, well, Jeremy, would you like to start us off on this uh, hot topic? Uh, trademark, reserve, rights? Um, you know, I would uh, I would love to start us off on this because I agree. Uh, you know, weed is has a lot of benefits that yeah. go beyond you know medicinal, like Jake said. Uh, there's the you know creative benefits that it gives you. Um, sure. It's something to argue that, and you know, it's funny. I was actually watching this Bob Marley documentary on YouTube, his new one, and they were talking about how. Um, the herbs, you know, they're saying, oh, herb will slow people down, or people say it slows you down, but mm -hmm. um, the Rastafarians find that it actually gives them more energy, makes them yeah. more focused in what they do. And so, um, you know, I think it just depends on the person, but I don't see why uh, there should be this nationwide 
mandate that you can't possess or, or use this, something that is from the planet. That's natural. Yeah. Yes. Natural. And B, uh, has far less harmful uh, aspects to it than alcohol does. So yeah, for sure. Or, or even cigarettes. Or even cigarettes. Or Tylenol. I mean, Tylenol should right. not be over the counter. Right, especially when you can get the effects of all three of those from marijuana. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what. Uh, I've, I've, yeah. Anytime I've had like a severe headache, uh, which is one of the reasons I started taking, uh, I have to because of the lung, my lung situation, I have to do uh, edibles, and I try to stick with edibles for the most part. Um, the uh, but it, it, any headache melts away, just melts. Like it, they all feel like ice cream headaches. It's just like it's really intense, and it just just dissipates. Right. Do you uh had we were talking about working out earlier? Do you have you ever like, and when I mean working out, like lifted weights uh, or gone for a run while high? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm high right now. Watch me do push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Where's the baby? I need to do some push-ups. <laughs> uh, you know what I find, and this is this is an interesting thing that I've really kind of found um, that. I'm like you lately. This quarantine, I've had this newfound love for gummies. Okay, mm-hmm. I've been like, oh, I want to keep my lungs. Yeah, yeah, taste, sure. Taste the yeah, COVID comes and absolutely. You know, so uh, I started, you know, eating gummies, and I remember taking. This was maybe like about a month ago, and you know, gummies take about an hour to kick in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, depending on what you got. And sure. I was gonna say, depending upon what you ate that day. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I remember eating one and then like, was like, all right, I'm gonna go do a workout. And I'd say probably about 20 minutes into the workout. I, I started off a little sluggish and I started like, yeah. into it. I'm like, like super focused, you know? And yeah. Like, What's happening? Oh, it's the, it's the weed. I'm really hot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like probably my my best workout. Yeah. And I've, now, I've, I could feel, like, feel every muscle just like. Do you, are you working out like hype? Uh, is it hypertrophy? Is that the word? Uh, are you like trying to gain size, like sculpt body, or is it just maintaining? Bulk or tone or maintaining? Just maintaining. Yeah. So I've been doing since uh, like about November, I've been focusing on gaining size a little bit. Not a lot, but I just want to like, I have kind of like, I'm turning, like I was getting dad bod. So I was just trying to like put stuff where it should go again, rather than sort of just be a one shape. Sure. And, uh, and I, <laughs> And a couple of times I was, I would do uh, a gummy before I would go to the gym and the, uh, which I ran to the gym and ran back. Just want to put that out there. Uh, but the, the, the trying to get that contraction, the hypertrophy you have to have for the, the contraction you have to have for hypertrophy, you have to give it a kind of like an extra squeeze at the end. And that had, that was actually really hard for me to concentrate my mind on to be able to do because it was like that sensation was so intense. I mean, washing your hair can be really an intense moment when you're high, you know, or brushing your teeth. Have you ever gotten in the zone when you're brushing your teeth in like 20 minutes? You're like, I've been brushing my teeth for a very long time, I think. And you're just, you have no idea. Polished, yeah. Yeah, like they're great. Uh, But like, I find that with like cardio is really great to do high, but I find that sometimes lifting weights is not, I'm not my most focused self uh, when I do it. I can still get a good workout in, I get a good sweat. But it's not like it's not that same sensation that I get when I'm like, like mm-hmm. on like uh, what's it called like on pre workout or something like that. That's like, Ugh! yeah, I would agree with that. I think that um, when you're 
lifting weights, I mean, that you're using so much, it's so much mental focus with for like, sure. the strength part of it. And like, oh, yeah. But like, if you're doing like, even like yoga, you know, that, I think that's why mm-hmm. yoga and, and, you oh, know, yeah. Hand in hand. So hand in hand with each other. Yep. Because it's like, there's that spiritual aspect to it. And, sure. uh, and keeping your mind sort of in that calm mental state can get you through your yoga poses and things like that. And I think that that's when you're doing these home workouts where it's like you're not using any weights. You're yep. able to, to stay so focused on what it is that you're doing. And I think it, it, honestly, what I found um, that it's easy to get distracted when you're doing your home workouts. Super easy to get distracted. Um, sure. your phone rings, whatever. It's someone on the TV, whatever it is. But like, if I'm like in the zone, stoned, yeah, I, I, all that stuff goes away, and I'm s- hyper focused on the actual workout. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting how you can be singularly focused on on one thing when it, it when it has mind. when it has the reputation of not being the case. But like, but that's what's it's but that's you know misinformation from other sources, and, well, and especially where and, we're all from. We're all Southern guys, you know. We're you, right. you're, Jeremy, you're Tennessee, right? And Jake and I are both Alabama and like, and mm-hmm. we both came up, we all came up in the dare program, McGruff, the crime dog and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was told so many non-truths. I mean, lies, blatant lies. I don't know why I'm trying to be nice to them. Blatant lies about what marijuana can do and what it has done. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I have bipolar too, and I'm on medication for that. I have hypomania, which means that like, uh, I, it's, it's just, it's a cousin, distant, distant cousin to obsessive compulsive. Sure. And like, I get really focused mm, on things and I can't. I don't know if it's that distant in your case, but <laughs> continue. <laughs> you're, at le- keep- you're, you're at least second cousins <laughs> to OCD. You're at least. We, we at least, we exchange Christmas <laughs> gifts for sure. But, uh, we, uh, the, but I get, but marijuana is something that has always been able to alleviate that. So, which is, none of this is my answer, by the way. None of this is my answer. Yeah, right. My answer is paper. My answer is 100% paper. I, get the paper, paper industry is one of the reasons, well, it, not that paper. I oh. mean, yes, that paper. But the paper industry is one of the reasons that it became illegal in the states originally was because the the paper mill people the the wood lumber people mm-hmm. didn't want marijuana and hemp paper to be a thing because it was so much cheaper to produce and and make that it would have put them all out of you know the, the, uh, the paper paper milling was basically lumber mills like steady cash flow you know when people weren't building houses in the winter when furniture wasn't being made and things like that you know, so paper mill was one of the ways that they got rid of the hemp industry, which was hemp paper. You know, you can go back and read articles about this. And there's tons, way smarter people than me well, that talk about this. Another big reason that it's that it's been made illegal, and, and this has actually been on the record, but one of, one of, it's actually happened when Nixon was in office and one of his chief mm-hmm. domestic policymakers is on record as stating, he was like, well, basically the Nixon White House had two enemies, the black community and the anti-war mm-hmm. community. And so he was like, well, we knew we couldn't make it a crime to be anti-war or black. So we went with something that those communities were associated with, which were marijuana and heroin. So if we start criminalizing drugs heavily, then we can disrupt those communities. That that is on record. Like that's what is maddening. It was kind of like knowing that it has nothing to do. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it was like pretty recently, if I recall. Yeah, but like, I remember reading that. Had nothing to do with drugs are bad and cunning. Had nothing to do with that. <laughs> it was all we want to disrupt the anti-war and black communities, and that is that is messed up. And the fact that that alone has has come out and that has been. You know, and, and they're saying that that's the sole reason that it was criminalized in the first place is the very reason it needs to be given serious consideration to be made For legal. Sure. There's no, there is no reason marijuana should be a Schedule One narcotic. No. It has not been proven to be addictive. It doesn't have any of the like. It it is, it is all the benefits of like we talked about. What. <laughs> Just schedule, like, just, I mean, it's addictive. Like, I mean, it's not, oh, it's just, well, yeah. Well, but no, yeah, no, I mean, it's not like, not disruptively so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it enjoyable? Of course it's enjoyable. Yeah. But like, you know, there's far more dangerous things out there, as we've already mentioned, that, you know, like, like alcohol and cigarettes and mm-hmm. that like, this stuff is legal, but marijuana is not because it is all the benefits of all those things with like none of the downside. Yeah. And that's what's, that's, what's unbelievable to me. Well, uh, about what I find ridiculous about the government's role in, in keeping it criminalized. Right. Especially now that you've seen States like California, Colorado, mm-hmm. Washington become fully legal. Right how the financial the economy is just boosted so much from it so the financial benefits are so strong from having a tax and and like i know in the past the whole thing was like well how do we tax it if we're gonna have you know because anyone can grow it you could grow it in your closet you can grow tobacco but nobody's rolling cigarettes in their home that's what you know (laughs) what i mean like and go buy a a, you know a gram of wheat i'm not gonna sit here and wait and spend time no, nope. right. I, I, you could do the same fucking thing with tomatoes. I'm going to tell you right now. I can't keep a cactus alive. Like, right, <laughs> right. I barely could keep my yard alive. That's actually, that's actually one of my. When I was thinking about this, like as far as what my answer to would be, I came up with two off the top of my head, and one of them was the, uh, the economic benefits of taxing it, like we tax cigarettes, like we tax everything else, because. Yep. It, the first year of legalization, just the first year, Colorado alone made a billion dollars in tax revenue just for, sure. for marijuana. A yep. billion. There have been studies that they say over the course of a, a decade. Yeah, with a B. There have been numerous studies that say over the course of a decade that if that if we legalized it at a federal level and taxed it, that you could make in the neighborhood of $130 billion and create a million jobs over a 10-year span. Easily. And they're saying Easily. that that's like the, like the low end of what they think well, could possibly be the case. People like... Jeff Sessions, who's like keeping this back. And frankly, like I'm going to vote for him. Joe Biden keeping this stuff back too. He doesn't want to make it legal either. And, you know, and it's, and it's a, it is, and it's a way to come to keep the conversation going of drugs are bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, and it's just like, it's, it is, it's insanity. Like it's, it's, you know, something like it's like making like I get a high off of eating spinach because I'm anemic. Like I don't, you well, know, and nobody's. Like, 
That's like, nobody's thing, like, like making that illegal. You know no, I mean? but it's the same way. Think about it with caffeine. Think about it with sugar. Yeah, oh, all that stuff. Anything. I've one hundred percent said that caffeine should be illegal. I think caffeine should be illegal. It's insane what it does to your, I mean, your blood, caffeine, your heart rate. Everything. I will. I will say. I think a hundred percent caffeine is way more addictive than marijuana. And For it's sure. not even close. It's For not sure. even close. I mean, you you literally have withdrawals if you don't mm-hmm. have caffeine of mm-hmm. getting headaches, of feeling nausea, or, or feel like it's it's insane. It was just so feeling so general we me lethargy. Quitting, I mean, I, you mean quitting drinking and and you know and sugar and all that. I also quit caffeine during all that in that process. Caffeine was the hardest right there with sugar. Mm-hmm. I would say that those two were the hardest. Alcohol, like. I, you know, luckily I guess I don't have that addictive gene for that right. and like kick that. No problem. But like stuff like that, like you see nothing but cases of, of, uh, of how, uh, tobacco and, and, and alcohol. And in some cases caffeine have been detrimental to one's health and you mm-hmm. see nothing but positive cases for marijuana in the, in the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. So like, but, but that's the thing is like, well, obviously they don't want to look at the medical reasons alone. So that's why I'm like, okay, well, if you pitch it as, and I don't know, I'm just spitballing, but if you pitch it as like, look, there's no, there's no medical downside to marijuana. If anything, it's all positives. Right. What if we take the billions of dollars we make a year and we take a small portion of it and, and, and put it towards like, uh, education and drug prevention, of like the serious shit, like heroin and cocaine yeah. and stuff the, like that. The stuff that is habit forming. Yes, the stuff that is habit forming. You can say, okay, well, we can use it, and then then you can use all that money for good to yeah. prevent that kind of stuff that you're talking about in the first place. Not to mention all the people that you have that are locked up in these prisons all across the country. Oh my and, god, yeah. And that that is my number two answer. Yes, we're paying all this money in taxes to house these people. To mm-hmm. feed these. People. You know, when they can, and they're 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 really contributing nothing to society, being in jail. Mm-hmm. Right? Why are they even there? Come, you know, yep. get them out. They can come, be pillars of society. Come out and yep. make something for themselves mm-hmm. instead of being in jail for something that is totally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it. And 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 the fact that these that some states that have legalized marijuana still have people in jail for the sale and distribution or possession of it is yep. absurd. Well, it's and, ridiculous. You know, and that to, to kinda, me, that to me is my number two reason. To well, kind of jump on what Jeremy's saying there and like, you know, the, these guys that are in jail for this stuff are now in some cases felons and, you know, and like, mm-hmm. and because they're doing, okay, they're selling weed or they're buying weed. Okay. So in their mind, Hey, I'm doing something illegal. Where am I going to get the money to pay so-and-so? I owe this guy money for weed, you know, and it's fucking weed. And they're like, you know, I mean, I already broke one law. I'm going to have to go, you know, you know, what's this, you know, because it puts them in that criminal mindset. And these like I, you know, and this isn't everybody that's in the circumstances, but some of these guys like end up like in jail and like becoming even more criminalized while they're there because it's yes. not rehabilitation it's it's prison camp like it's like well, you it's, know yeah it's learning I mean, it's how like to- that line in yeah it's like that line in shawshank where he said i didn't become a criminal until i got to prison yeah yeah that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a conversation for a whole nother day because i right. think that that's such a big problem with our, our prison system it's like oh mm-hmm. for sure not rehabbing anybody mm-hmm. you know 
thing that's like no. it's about punishment not rehabilitation yeah totally. like these people, well it's not even that it's just like it's it you know i mean since it's become privatized it's just like throwing them in jail just to let them rot and count them on the census so that way you know, you can you can gerrymander your district a little more. You know, yeah. it's just like and, it's fucking yeah. bullshit. And and ne- never mind the fact that <clears throat> a prison sentence doesn't end when you get out of jail. No, no, you you that's, can't. That's vote. the thing. You, you can't, can't work vote. most places. You can't get a job. You can't. And what yep. happens? You just they're just turning right back to crime. You know. Yeah. So, so that's a whole different thing altogether. But yeah, to me, I mean, the two biggest things we've hit on them are like if you want to, if you want to get it to and a paper. point, yeah, of Go course, paper. Mind. That's the that is tippy top. Yeah, paper is important. Um, but no, I mean, we've hit on both of them f- for me that I thought of of like if you can pitch it to the people who are kind of on the fence and be like, look at all the money that we could have from taxing it that could help you know, programs that need all these help and, you know, we, we know who you're talking to when you talk about money first, Jake, yeah, there you it's go. the Republicans. And then, <laughs> and then, and then the decriminalization of it, like it's, it's fascinating to me that there are places, there are States that it's legal, like medicinally, but it's not decriminalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was here, that was California for such a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, you had to like jump through a whole bunch of hoops to get it. You, you had to go to a doctor who was a doctor and like sort of like tell them that you you have headaches, but then that wasn't good. So you kind of had to have the beginning of cancer to, to get it. And then, yeah, and then that was that was not good in a whole different level. It, it's yeah. just like a lot. It's just too there's much. A, and then like, yeah, <laughs> it's, so here's a, another thing for me. I'll say, guys, um, uh, you know, going back to my hippie philosophical way of thinking sure. about um, what benefits marijuana has. Um, but you know, when I was, when I was a teenager and, and, you know, when I was, it started to experiment with, with, with stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I hung out with like a lot of different types of people. And I, my crowds were either all white kids or there's all black kids and there's me in the middle, you know? And I found that one thing that would bring everybody together would be smoking marijuana for sure. Such mm-hmm. a, like interesting thing to think about. It's like you would have, n- there'd be no other situation that these people would come together. Yeah. Growing up in the South, you know, our, our, you guys know yep. black and black and white. I mean, the red line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I mean, there was race fights in my school, you know, it was like a, mm-hmm. and then people would, you know, I would get, shit from black kids for for hanging out with white kids white kids come i don't understand what they're saying you know and it was just like this whole you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow you dropped that southern accent just right i mean you that was did. nailed yeah <laughs> i mean and you know me being in there and, and and kind of always been somebody who's just like what the hell dude you know like yeah i don't get the racism i don't get i don't understand what but you know my friends over here who are all my heady friends you know like going to fish concerts and smoking weed and doing stuff like that and then you know and then i have oh this is my buddy who's black who doesn't associate with these people but hey why don't you come over and hang out with us and let's blaze a blunt and all of a sudden we've got a whole crew of friends that we've never been friends before yeah Mm -hmm. you know is that a bad thing because i've never seen uh, a group of a bunch of like stoners get like violent it just doesn't like 
I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like. No, I agree with you. I yeah. don't think that I, you know, and that kind of goes in with the gym conversation. I don't think you can get, you know, you know, I teach martial arts and one of the things I would never do is martial arts high. Like I would just never, there's not that sort of like, you can't tap into that aggressiveness inside right. of yourself or like you, you, you just become like, you really do like not to be crunchy and hippie, no offense, Jeremy, but like, you know, like you just kind of <laughs> want to sit in the middle of a field and be like, fuck, I am part of this field right now. I am so this tree, like, because it's like, right. you just like, I mean, you think about like what Bill Hicks said, like you, like they don't want you to know <laughs> that like, like that acid LSD and, you know, uh, mushrooms and we can do all this stuff that it's like, it just suddenly opens up your, your mind and suddenly you're like, why are there even wars? Right. Like, what are right. we doing? I, and I'll <laughs> you know? say like, and I'll say the other thing too, like for me personally, it, it, it's not until recently that I started using marijuana because mm -hmm, and, it, and just because like i honestly like i had never really like i don't know i it just there had not really been much appeal to me and probably because of all the misinformation that i had about that sort of stuff yeah. but like i'll tell you one of the big turning points for me was when i mean ironically when my mom died and the reason mm -hmm. it was is because I was incredibly stressed. I was having problems sleeping. I just was, I, I was a wreck. And so I, I was like, well, I can't afford to go get, you know, I can't afford to go to a doctor. I can't afford to get a prescription for something. I don't want to get a prescription for something because I don't want to become dependent on that to whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know, why not try weed? Like just, just for sleeping. And uh, that has been a massive benefit and has like seriously helped me out significantly just for my mental state. And so, but then, yeah, I started trying out recreationally and like, now granted the first time I tried it out recreationally, uh, like officially, like with, you know, like I went to, it was, they legalized it here and I went to a shop and like, uh, you know, I told the woman at the, I told the, the bud tender, I was like, Hey, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know anything about any of this stuff. Like I've tried, <laughs> I was like, look, I tried, I've, I tried smoking weed in the past. I tried it in college. I've tried it a couple times here. It has never done anything for me. And she was like, well, is it, was it flour? And I was like, yeah, it was flour. And she was like, yeah, that's your problem. You don't need flour. You need the concentrates. You need a vape. And I was like, why is that? She was like, I mean, you're a big fella. You're huge. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. She's like, no, no, this is what you need. So she pointed one out. And so I was like, okay, we'll try it, you know. And and I remember like, you know, I like read the instructions like a nerd of like, oh, this is how this is how <laughs> you use adorable. it. This is how you whatever, right? So I read it and it said it said inhale for three seconds. And I remember really? it says that on there. Yeah. It said, That's it said, hold so on the button, inhale for three seconds and release. So I remember I started to inhale and I inhaled long enough to think, I don't think anything's coming out yet. Oh no. And then I was like, Oh no, there's something. Okay. One, two, three. But th by then it was like seven seconds. Yeah. And so I tried to hold it in and it exploded. You blew it, out, you it exploded <laughs> out of my mouth. And like, I just, I was like, Oh, like I could, I was coughing. I was coughing so much that my abs cramped. 
<laughs> and the only way I felt comfortable was if I kind of doubled over like that. But then it made me cough, so I had to raise up and cough, and then it made me cramp, which made me double back over. And dude, it was like that. I couldn't stop coughing for an hour. I mean, oh, like leg- legitimately an hour to the point where I was in the floor and I felt terrible. And, and like, I, it, it felt like, it felt like I was drowning. It really did. <laughs> it felt like I had fluid in my lungs. I was sick cause I had inhaled so much. Oh, of that's it. hilarious. And so then, but then after that, I got to the point where we've always, we've all been to the point where we've drank, where we're sitting in front of the toilet and have the spins. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we're just the, the room is spinning and you're like, man, yep. I'm, my hands are, I'm grounded I'm ready and to go. everything, everything is moving. Like I'm in a centrifuge. It's awful. And I was like, I felt that's all I felt without any of the nausea of wanting to throw up. And I was like, this is not fun. This is not fun. <laughs> and then like about an hour and a half after I had initially done it, it finally started to come down. And then I was yeah. like, Oh, I was like, Okay, I get it now. Yeah, I remember looking at, and I was like, I, I, I get it now. And then uh, I was watching a watching a, a show, and I just started giggling. And my friend was like, "What are you laughing at?" And I was like, "I'm thinking about cowboys." <laughs> and they were like what do you mean I was like I'm thinking about cowboys I've made a whole life for them in my head and well, they've got wanted posters up for them and they're just trying to make a living and I, I just, they just all and that was that was so that was my first experience with it but oh my like God. Um, but yeah since then like it's just been it's uh, and the other thing that's interesting about it too it's the only thing because like I said you know I, I drank in college and drank when I was out of college and I haven't as much in like the past, I don't know, probably decade for sure. I haven't drank nearly as much as I did when I was in college and just out of it. But like, it's the only thing that I've taken where I feel like if I, I can switch it on and off when I mm-hmm. want to, mm-hmm. like, you know, if I just give into it, like, okay, let's go on this ride. But like, if something happens where I need to do something, I can snap out of it yep, like that. Yep, and yep. it's, and that makes it to me actually feel safer to do. Cause you can't do that oh, with alcohol. Sure. No, you know, sure. not to say, not to say that like I'm good. I would, I would smoke weed and then go drive a car. I would not do that, but I'm saying like, not your own, not my, of course not. No, not yeah. my own. And, uh, uh, not with people in the car, just me. I don't no. care about my own yeah. health and safety, but, um, <laughs> also I need my spare car key back now yeah. that we've had this conversation. Uh, well, you're getting rid of it anyway, so don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I just like, it's, it's, you couldn't do that with alcohol when you're drunk, you're drunk and you're done and you're ruined the That's next it. day. But like, even yeah. after I felt, when I felt terrible, you know, even for that little bit and then it got better when I woke up the next day, it was, it, you don't have the receipt from it like you do with alcohol. Oh, you know what I mean? That's interesting way to put it. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's, and I'm like, literally, I think it was the next day where it really clicked for me, where I was like why is this illegal? <laughs> you know, like I had, I had thought that anyway, but after that I was like, well, this is stupid. What are we doing? What's so, the, anyway. uh, what's the movie with John C. Riley and Tim Meadows walk hard? Is that it? You don't want none of this shit, do you? You don't want yeah. none of this shit. Yeah. What is it? Is it yeah. addictive? It's not no. habit for me. It's not, not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes It'll sex, make even, sex better. even better. I think better. I want to try it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want none of this shit, do I All think right, I well, do want in. that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one yeah. of the best scenes in the yeah. whole movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's, um, it's great. Uh, that's, so I think I won that round. I think paper's the answer. Yeah, you, you paper, know, crim- paper, criminal reform. Yeah, really sealed You know, up. the other stuff was interesting to hear about. 
at length, but uh, short and sweet paper. Mm. Paper. All right. Paper. Paper. I mean, just imagine writing checks on marijuana. Mm. (laughs) Isn't our money made of hemp? Hemp has so many benefits, though, too, even aside from just paper. Like your. The necklaces. Yes, yes, with the little metal balls in them. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. I, I have one. I have one in this house somewhere from high school. Yeah, those were popular as uh-huh. well in the late nineties, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess uh, you were the, graduated from college by then, in the late nineties. Uh, uh, was graduate? Yeah, it, actually. Anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to was grad school. That's right. Yeah, I was getting my third doctorate by yeah. then. Uh. What's uh, the next uh, topic? Well, it, it it this works perfectly with uh, our last question about legalizing uh-huh. marijuana and the benefits of it. Um, so the follow up question is, um, what is the perfect burrito? Ooh, oh, easy. The perfect I, burrito. M- What's the perfect I, burrito? May I? May I? Uh, you know what? Sure, lead us off, Daryl. May I? Paper. Uh, I- no, no. <laughs> the the perfect burrito. It the, here's the thing about burritos. It doesn't really matter what's in it because it's all getting mushed together anyway. So I don't really care. It could be anything inside the burrito. You put whatever you want inside the burrito. A perfect burrito is a burrito you can hold in your non-dominant hand and it not fall apart while you're eating it. That's a perfect burrito. A perfect burrito. You drive your car and you're holding your burrito. <laughs> And and it just it stays together. Yeah. I would argue okay. you're more impaired driving and eating a burrito at the same time than you are driving <laughs> high on weed. Hundred <laughs> percent. I would argue that a hundred times over. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'll tell you. I I, I don't disagree with like a, a burrito. A burrito has to be contained in yes. its own. Uh, ecosystem, if you will, of Biosphere. the, of the tor- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it, weed has to be rolled tightly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, um, you know, because like you'll go to a Chipotle and you'll get all kinds of stuff and then they roll it up and it's like, okay, at what point did this stop being a burrito and just become <laughs> a wad of Mexican food? <laughs> because that's all, that's all that it becomes at some point. And yeah. I, I actually that's the smartest thing you've ever said on this podcast, Daryl, is that a burrito has to so, be contained within all right, its let's own. Let's move on to the next topic then. I think we're well, good. we're not done. It's not the best answer. I but, think it's but I don't not. think you're gonna top my topic. Topic top. Okay. Okay. Well, Jeremy, what, what do you think? I know you uh, consider yourself a burrito connoisseur. I mean a, you uh, you look like a burrito guy. Uh, I don't know what that That's a compliment. A uh, a uh, burrito sommelier, if you will. I, I would like to think of myself as as that. Um, okay. Definitely someone who's well well versed in the uh, burrito world. Yeah. Um, and I I do agree with with Daryl that it has to be rolled and and rolled and, and I love the, the the way you said it with in your non dominant hand. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know you got to be able to hold it there because. Otherwise, it's going to go up. Yeah. But there's, there is, there is a way oh. to fuck oh. it up. Sure. Sure. Adding too much of one thing. Now there has to yes. be, everything has to be balanced in a way mm-hmm. that 
it, no, it, like you said, it doesn't matter what's in there. You know, you can have yeah. beans, you can have cheese, you can have meat, you can have lettuce, whatever. But if you have like an overabundance of meat, then you sort of like, there's too much meat juice, then you're going to rip the burrito. It's yeah. not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have yeah. beans, I don't, I don't like and then it. it's just, you know. I don't like meat juice. No one just <laughs> no, no one we already it. talked about meat juice earlier, so. <laughs> <laughs> just, the way it just came out, it was just like, oh, it just, ah, it just got yeah. me. It no, you're me. 100% right. The, the balance, yes. It's got the balance. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, what the ingredients are. You know, I think mm. that some burritos, are, have you ever had a sushi burrito before? Yeah, oh, man, yes. those are good. We talked about. Have you ever had White Rabbit? Uh, we talked about it on the last episode. The uh, the White Rabbit truck does like I believe it's Thai and Mexican fusion, and you can get like a pad cu or a pad Thai burrito, and it's phenomenal. That sounds fantastic. It's so good. I used to it, um, when I first started Twitter. That was the only account I followed was the tr- the White Rabbit truck. That's funny you say and, that. Uh, I, was, I was the same way with the Yogasaki burrito truck, which is yeah. the sushi mm. burrito truck. Yeah. Now it's the grilled trees chuck too. That's always good. Well, everybody oh my jumped on the train of like having, uh, you know, burritos. I mean, it's like yeah. you now you you've crossed. It's it's not only is it just Mexican food. You know, mm-hmm. now you've got everything could be a yeah. Burrito. yeah. Make like a pasta burrito if you wanted, mm-hmm. but again, you could totally screw that up if you had too much of one ingredient. So I think that right. that's the, there's a way to balance that. Um, you know, even too much rice. Like I hate when Chipotle is like, you go to Chipotle and they're like, yeah, way rice. too much rice in there. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Where's the rice? Because then it just kind of tastes bland yeah, it's and like, it takes away. Yeah. It's all, yeah. It's all yummy kind of from right. all the rice stuck together. Yeah. Yeah. Which, what's your, what's your story up there, Jacob? Well, I, no. Well, I, mean, I mean, we got to close are, out with you. You guys actually, you guys actually hit on it. Like structure and balance. You know, like, uh, like, like a burrito is a, is, is a, is a, is a culinary, is culinary architecture. Mm-hmm. And it, and it is important to have both structure and balance. And I think one of the most, uh, uh, brilliant and innovative ways to, that, that has, uh, come out lately or pretty recently, uh, to, to achieve both of those is the quesarito. Where you make a cheese quesadilla and you use that as your wrap for the burrito. So you've already got your cheese in there and it gives you that structure. And then you can fill that with all your weight back talking about this. That's how gross that sounds. A quesarito is, is, uh, that's, that's heaven in a roll, baby. It's, it's wonderful. It's that actually would, um, kind of go back to what Daryl's saying. That's going to actually help it to stay solid and together because yeah. you have cheese that's sort of holding the burrito mm-hmm. and, 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 as opposed to the, bur- the, the just the wrap and then the cheese being inside. Right. Yeah. I think yeah, that is. And, yeah. And I, I, I'm still I really here. Like, I'm just, my camera's frozen. Just ignore me. Yeah, it's a good shot of your face right now. It, it, is, a, it is a great shot. Daryl, can you talk right now? Yeah, I could talk. It's just it's frozen because uh, my camera has to okay. reboot. There you go. Well, I just had to take a screen cap of it real quick. All right. God so, damn it. Anyway, um, <laughs> and that will be uh, tweeted out later. Um, uh, no, but I actually like, you know, a lot of people, when you say balance, you're, you're right. And I think to me, one thing that's, uh, it's, a, it's not just a balance of flavor, but the texture itself, because I like having, I like having like lettuce in my burritos, 
because it gives it an airiness and doesn't make it feel so heavy. And a little sour cream helps. It's got to be go good lettuce, way. though. It can't be that soggy stuff. It's got to it be crispy lettuce. Oh yeah, you gotta have a good crispy, airy yeah. lettuce that like helps break the. Yeah, it's a texture thing. That to me is like. So 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 then what what for you guys is in your perfect burrito? Hmm. I mean, I'm I'm like throw some avocados, some good beef in there, a little bit of rice. You know, I don't I can't do spicy food, so it can't be too spicy. Right. As long as it's not a breakfast burrito, I'll eat it. I think breakfast r- burritos are an Absolutely. abomination. I could not disagree be, more. I love yeah. a breakfast burrito. <laughs> wait, 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 of course wait, you oh, Jake, oh, you just oh, shut oh, up. Oh. I mean, <laughs> love a breakfast burrito breakfast burritos are the they're just dumb it's just a lazy person throwing eggs in a wrap uh-uh. and saying here you go i made a breakfast burrito yes no thank you i thank have you. not thank you it's good to have a, a yet another guest on here who can see his insanity i'm not insane breakfast burritos are stupid change my mind go ahead jeremy why okay so tell me I mean, just what nobody about- wants to wrap food like that is morning time coordination that is not happening. That is making egg- just put the eggs on the plate with a slice of toast. Just you don't put have the to read you in a bowl and eat it. You monster. What are you talking That's about? Like, get, get I've had here. time to think of my day. This is breakfast. We're talking about you don't fuck with breakfast. Pancakes, toast, bacon, eggs. Boom. Don't put it in stuff. Breakfast doesn't no. go in a thing. You can't contain breakfast. Now, that's lazy. That's lazy. Yeah, we got to get this guy, like, somewhere to get a, a good breakfast burrito. Because, I mean, you got potatoes. Mm-hmm. You could get the sausage. Potatoes. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, you even go hash browns in there instead mm-hmm. of just regular potatoes. Mm-hmm. That no, first, hey, hash, hey no. a little pepper, a little green red pepper oh, in there, a little man. onion. Come on. That is, Love that's a breakfast, breakfast burrito. That's that's lunch. Love a breakfast that's burrito. Too much food and I'll, for breakfast. I'll take I'll take it a step further. I think instead of a tortilla, they should do a, a crepe. And uh-huh. and you wrap it in a crepe so you get the Good sweet, you get the Lord savory. Jacob, mm-hmm. you are just uh, just uh, how look, are you alive? Look, your look, arteries, look, your arteries must be like the size of a pinhole. Look, they said Aristotle was crazy. Okay, they said that, like, you know, a real genius. For different not, reasons. They said Copernicus was crazy. burritos. They said, Who? Well, real genius is not appreciated in its time. And I'm fine to be that martyr to fall on this uh, crepe burrito uh, sword, if you will. Uh, you would fall for, for on future, any. For our future generations I to, to enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate Jeremy, that. you are an enabler is what you are right now. I appreciate yeah, I, that. Listen, I, breakfast burritos, I absolutely love. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's it's hard for me. Sometimes I'll go to a, a breakfast restaurant, I'm like, and 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 my my fiance will be like, "What is a you know? You're just gonna get the breakfast burrito," and I'm like, "No, I'll get something else this time." Right. What the fuck do I get? The breakfast, breakfast burrito, burrito. Mm-hmm. because it's the only thing that it, it covers everything you could possibly want that's on the menu. Yeah. Let, sometimes it's like I don't want. Some of the stuff that's going to come with you get the, the whatever, like the two egg breakfast or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't have everything that I need in that breakfast. Right. And the way it just, it meshes together. Yeah. You got all, you got everything you need mm-hmm. and it's all in one. It's about, still, it's about still, unity, Daryl. Have we not, this is what we just talked about. I was get unity. the unity. I'm a for unity the unity. Breakfast. Flavor. 
but you'd be hard pressed to find a bad breakfast. breakfast. You cannot put potatoes what? on any in any breakfast. It's stupid. It's dumb. Oh, it's bre- you are breakfast insane. burrito. No, potatoes don't go in breakfast. Potato is lunch and dinner food only. It is Talking, not allowed to cross spoken, the lunch line. Spoken like a man who hates Waffle House. You saying you hate wa- scattered, covered, smothered? Come on, son. Come on, son. <laughs> uh, pancakes, sure. Waffles, yes. Potatoes, get the fuck out. You, are you from the South? What, seriously. I am from the South. Potatoes are stupid for breakfast. They're dumb for breakfast. Uh-uh. They're dumb. Yeah. No. No. Yes. Uh, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I apologize I'm, to all our Irish friends <laughs> who I'm are listening pot- to the I show. I love a potato. I love potatoes. We had a whole potato conversation the last episode. Yeah, I and don't you know shit I, on hash browns then, too. Because hash browns are fucking stupid. So mm-hmm. are tater tots. They no. need to make up their mind and pick no. a side. No. Yes. No. So what about french fries? French fries, I mean, they're all right. Like, you know, I mean, it's got to, like, just, I good just, boy, you know, Darryl. like, just give me a good baked, mashed, what, you smashed know what? even. Like a, like a bad burrito, Daryl, you make me sick. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, so aside good from Lord. that, for me, let's just, let's just say we're at Chipotle. What's yeah. When I get. Yeah. Uh, Chipotle? Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. It depends on the day, but I will say, Barbacoa is fantastic. Yeah. Barbacoa is good I've, stuff. I've only been to Chipotle twice. Which one's the barbacoa? Like the shredded beef. The shredded beef, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I think the shredded beef works well in, in, a, in a burrito. I find that steak sometimes may be a little, it's little, because it's like, it's hard to balance the amount of steak with everything else. Sure, because mm-hmm. it's chunky. You'll be like, you'll bite in, and it's like you get a bite of like, just creams. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no oh. one a bite of cream. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Oh, yeah. Man. I need but, to, but I, because there's like the steaks are few yeah. and far between. It's like, oh, there might be like a chunk of steak on this side mm-hmm. and cream here. And mm-hmm. then you just cream. The, yeah. The hand, the hand, none of this is sitting well with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm starving. Yeah, uh, you're starving. So Jake's half erect and starving now. <laughs> That's my default setting. <laughs> oh God! Mm. The way yeah. around uh, just biting into cream is to not get steak. Get something that has a little bit more. Uh, uh, I don't know what the word is. Surface area. Yeah, a little more Surface. volume. Yeah, a little tenacity to it. <laughs> like carnitas sure yeah yeah shredded beef. uh have you ever been to tacos mexico they've got a couple of them around la like one in vegas it's just a taco stand it's and like there's one downtown like broadway and eighth something like that and their burritos i mean they're even their non-spicy one like you like i i you break a sweat with it like it's just like you're eating and you're like yeah it's really good spraying lime on your face to cool off you know but it's really good. I, I, you know, I just don't with, you know, I have no sense of smell. And so like spice is really tricky for me. So like Chipotle's never been because they're all their meat is really seasoned. You got no sense of taste either, but you know. I have a sense of taste. I just don't have a sense of smell. Me not liking breakfast burritos and potatoes before noon does not mean I don't have taste. It means, if anything, exactly I, ha- I have drawn a line in the sand and have stuck with my guns. Mm. You just haven't had the right. You, have, you haven't had the right breakfast burrito. 
Yes. Uh, this, okay. There uh, might be something, something you're missing in life. Like there's something like this. <laughs> Jeremy. Like Jeremy, a soul. The, a soul. The, the That's what he's missing. of the conversation. Something I'm missing in life. Yeah, bud, there's a little bit. I'm missing mm-hmm. a few things. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened like in your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much time we got? Were you, were you were you eating potatoes when your mom sat you down and had a conversation you didn't like? Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Oh anyway, my god. Well, uh, what's the last topic of the day? Let's let's move to the big question before I lose even more respect for you, which I didn't know I could do, but here we go. Go, here go we are. fuck yourself. Here we are. All right, here we go. It's time for the big question. Today's big question, what is the most socially impactful moment brought to you by the world of sports? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking like things that like even if they weren't even if the person, the people weren't sports fans, they still get it and they still like it. Is that it? Or they hate it, maybe even? Yeah, I just think something that's that permeated through the culture that didn't just that just didn't just leave a mark on like, you know, it was you know, not not just a sports center top ten play, but you know, was something that is still talked about today and celebrated or maybe, you know, uh yeah, and, and, and affected and impacted our right. our daily lives. Because, so not like Randy Johnson killing that bird. No, although that was a that was a crazy feat. That's for that sure. Was wild. Yeah, that was. Um, but yeah, no, because like I think you know I know sports have a huge role in my life. They did when I was younger, and mm-hmm. Daryl, I'm pretty sure you're the same way. And and Jeremy, I don't know for sure, but knowing that you enjoy sports, uh, I would think that that it's the same for you. But I I, I think that um, well, we can all know, relate to not having a professional team in our state growing up. I mean, when did well, you guys get the Titans? Yes. Uh, 1998. Oh, right. But you guys are younger than me, so I guess that you guys were like, you know, yeah. I think that's when the – or maybe, because when was the, the Music City Miracle? That was in like oh, 2000 or oh, 2000, yeah. 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 See, I had the choice between the Atlanta Falcons and the Miami Dolphins for a long time. Yeah. Those, those were the teams I was allowed to pick from right. professionally. So I, I chose to opt out of the NFL. Well, actually, we chose the Falcons being being in Memphis because you know Memphis was ah. like you guys. We didn't have any the closest thing to us were I guess the St. Louis Rams. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I like it. the way you said that was enough to yeah yeah. <laughs> That's how St. Louis felt about them too. That's why they're here now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I actually went with the Packers because you know we, we yeah like you said we didn't have a team and I remember when I was younger watching a game. And I saw their fans all had cheese on their heads, and I was like, "That's awesome! Jake, I'm going to cheer for them. That's it ridiculous." It can't always be about it, food. It was, it Jesus just, Christ! It was just funny to me that they all wore a big cheese thing on their head, and I was like, "That's who I'm going to cheer for. That's funny." And to this day, I'm a Packers fan because of cheese. <laughs> yeah, because of the cheese heads. Yeah. Sad, so, sad so anyway, so yeah, I mean, like, I, I think, I, I think sports. Well, Jake, gets why don't you a, start us off? Yeah, I think sports gets a bad rap a lot from from a, a lot of people and like i understand points of it but like it's it i just think it i i think it's really important i think it teaches you a lot of life lessons and well i and, think sports is slow to change traditions i do think socially sure. evolutionary wise they are slow like the what is it the uh the Redskins should not be a team. Like it just should not be a name of a team. Right. It, right. They, it should change, and they should do it at the drop of a hat, and like, and sell brand new merchandise to all their fans, and make a ton of money off of that, and like it be good. Have been with done them. year decades ago. 
It yeah. should yeah, it should have never made it this long. So I do think sports are 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 one of the slower socially changing aspects of our culture, but I think again, the generation of kids that are growing up, you know, younger than me are are going to help things that are like that evolve quicker. So sure. I I mean like the you know, not to I'm sorry I pulled away from your answer, but like uh is it Bubba is it Bubba Wallace? Yeah. Uh the yeah. NASCAR writer driver. Uh, I think like the way NASCAR like on a dime was like, yep, everything, nope, we support him hundred percent. The Trump came yeah. out and said something shitty and everybody's like, fuck you. Nope. Mm-hmm. Flag's gone. We're done with all this. I mean, they should have again. The flag should have be gone in once the Civil War ended. But they, like, I think that something is happening where we are the sports people are starting to realize, oh shit, we're we're like when everybody is like we're the you know we're down there with no offense Alabama where it's like they're the last ones to jump on any social train you know to be able to like to mm-hmm. progress you know. But anyway, what was your answer? I think in part of that, I think can, you know, uh, why, you know, you said sports can kind of has gotten a bad rap over the Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that does come from um, the level of inclusion that happens even at the level of, you know, high school and middle school and things like that. Whereas back in the day when we were younger, you know, remember the movie Revenge of the Nerds and you had like the jocks versus the nerds and and all that stuff. And there was that whole aspect of like, Oh well, if you're you can't be associated with this group of people if you're part of the sports group or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it, you know over the years that became this sort of like uh, I don't know people had to live up to that that whole persona of like sure. I'm a jock or I'm an athlete, mm-hmm. so like I can only be around my athlete friends or something yeah. like that. And that's that's part of the problem with the lack of inclusion that sports has had uh, for so long. You know, sure. when it goes down to something something like choosing friendships you know mm-hmm. um but that's i think it's changing you know i know that when i was you know i hung out i didn't i played high school football for a couple of years and then they started drug testing kids for weed and i was like i'm done with <laughs> you're like i'm good <laughs> yeah let's you know like i'm not gonna play college football i don't care right. like hang out with my friends Yes. Right. I mean, you can always go to the game and hi and have fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have way more fun. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Well, then I guess I guess to get into answers, you know, because there were several there were several things that popped in my head as big culturally impactful moments, and I guess to speak more to that inclusion, uh, a part of it, I, I to me. If it's not number one, it's it's way up there. Is is Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier for sure? In major in in in, in professional sports, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that is. I mean, so impactful that no team to this day can wear. Nobody can wear that number. Yep. Yeah. You know that number. I mean, I, I don't know another sport. You know where someone has been so impactful to the sport that, that, that they've, they've retired, retired the number, the across, number the- across the league. Yeah, you know the the last person to wear it was uh, Mariano Rivera because, and he had gotten it before they had decided to do that. And if I recall, he got permission from Jackie's family to continue wearing it. You know, I mean, it just so happened that he was also wow. maybe the greatest closing pitcher of all time as well. <laughs> so that, that, that probably helped. But um, yeah, I mean, the fact that like you know, no one, no one can ever wear forty two again, ever. Like yeah. that's 
you know, that's really something. And I think, and, and I think that's a hugely cultural and culturally impactful moment. Uh, and that, that was the, that was the first one that came to my mind amongst several others, but Dude, and I think that even to piggyback on that, uh-huh. uh, the moment that, you know, Pee Wee Reese, you know, puts his arm around him and does, yep. you know, brings him in and embraces him. And that, that's mm-hmm. like, because that's when it's like, all right, you know, you've got someone who's white in the game, yep. uh, you know, uh, revered well-known yeah you know to be like you're you're with me you're with us like this is up and that changed everything yeah you know that's a huge huge moment Mm -hmm. and so you know it sucks that the way he was still treated after that you know going to to certain cities but right i agree with you i think that that's probably the biggest moment if not, not you know in the top three yeah um, well, what else, uh, what, what are you, what are you thinking about as far as, uh, as far as that goes? I would say aside from that, cause you totally stole my shit. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably, uh, in recent history, Colin Kaepernick, really. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cause what has happened since you know, the fact that he was silent about it in the beginning and just took, you know, and just sat out. Right. And, you know, everybody's like, well, what's this about? He was a backup. You know, no one gave a shit about Kaepernick at that point, but they were like, well, why is he doing this? And then yeah. didn't say anything. And then until someone asked him, you know, yeah. and then he comes out and says why he's doing it. And then he actually speaks to the military guy who tells him, well, why don't you just take a knee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. From him and actually does that. And then, it becomes this whole big thing. Then you have the whole Dallas Cowboys with Jerry Jones, who looks super awkward when he did it, taking yeah. the in that one moment, even though you could tell he didn't really want to. He was just trying to stand in solidarity, which yeah. wasn't really like – It was a PR move. Yeah. It was a PR move. Yeah. It sort of backfired because now, after that, he's like, everybody needs to stand. Right. So it's like, well, what, what are you really talking yeah, about? Yeah, you taking a knee once, bro, is not like sending any message at all. It's not. And then so you've got that happening and then him getting blackballed from the league. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's sort of just ostracized like, oh, Colin Kaepernick will never play football again. No, he should still be on a team. Yeah. yeah. And, and even though the guy can, he can still play, he's better than freaking Chase Daniel or, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just I, even Trubisky. You know, okay. yeah. yeah. Did you seriously. see? So, sorry to like distract real quick. Did you see uh, Madden release the rookie quarterback scores? No. Joe Burrow was like a Joe 70, Burrow's like a seventy-eight, I think, and and Tua was a seventy-three. And I was like, Joe Burrow's that high? He was the the highest ranked rookie quarterback. It blew my mind. But anyway, but no, Kaepernick did. Um, he did a like a tryout or like a practice in Atlanta last year, year before last, and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude was bombing the field. I mean, it was just like, I mean, deep ball. Like, just, it was insane. But the yeah. way they did it was even still like, you know, we're going to throw you a bone, but we're not mm-hmm. going to yeah. really make it seem, make it easy for you. Right. I, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I found that. And no. sudden now you've got, you know, it was George Floyd's death and his murder. You know all these things that have happened, and now it's like, oh, you got Roger Goodell coming out and saying what he said, and like, oh, you know, Congress. Roger Goodell should do more than apologize. You should step the fuck down, and, yeah, and like, like, and then he should go lay on the field, just face down on the field, 
Like that's what he needs to fucking do. I mean, it's just what what a white asshole, like a white straight male asshole thing to do to come out and be like, ah, shit, I got that really wrong. Oh gosh. In his defense, he at least admitted it. He, it's not. He works for those owners, man. You know, right? I know. I know. But they, you know, he. They pay a salary, you know, so it's like there's only so much he can say. When you got all those other owners who are just the good old boys club, you know. No, I, I 100% agree yeah. with that. I mean, those owners are, need to be held accountable for what happened as well. Not just for Kaepernick, but for like the way that they all like corralled their players and shut down a lot of their players' free speech. It's It's shameful. It's absolutely mm-hmm. shameful. I mean, there's there's taking care of business, and then there's like there, and then there's like stopping a personal from a person from expressing their personal freedoms and opinions. And like, I think you know, that I'm not a constitutional lawyer, which is shocking, I know, but I think there could be an argument made there that their constitutional some of their constitutional rights were violated as far as First Amendment rights go. Because, you know, like an NDA can only take you so far before like people are allowed to fucking like be like, no, I think this is some racist bullshit is what's happening up in here. Right. Uh, My answer, uh, there's this story uh, and I forget everybody's name involved. So and maybe somebody that's Googleable can Google it. But uh, Mm -hmm. it was this dude like China hadn't had anybody from America over there in forever. And then, like, and of all sports, it was ping pong. Oh, the pong. ping pong! And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 then that was like a this guy goes over there, or something like that. So he goes over there and plays ping pong and beats the the ping pong champion in communist China. Comes back, like start, like, and then ends up like selling paddles. Starts a like a company down in Alabama, uh, selling shrimp. And like, and he, uh, oh, he, oh, he, Darryl, he, no. he was started uh, no. with a buddy of his from Vietnam. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You're talking about Forrest Gump. That's his name. That's, Have you guys seen the movie? It's that's like, it's not amazing. A real person. Yeah, huh? He's, he's with no. Kennedy and he's no. standing there with George Wallace. You, you know, what's funny is you were actually on the right track with something. There was a, there was a, a, it was it was in Forrest 1970 Gump. or 71 where uh, the U.S. had not had much uh, communication with China, and then yeah, there really was a ping pong match between the two. I know, but, I saw but it. But no, you're you're confused. You, that's Forrest Gump, and that's not real. That wasn't like a. You watched a movie. It wasn't like a. High yeah, movie. it's like a documentary. I, I'm going to find that actual story because I know that's a real thing. I know it's a. I dude, you pull it up and I, watch. You're going to look like an asshole. There's going to be egg on your face because it's going to be Forrest Gump in every picture. On April 10th, 1971, the team. Let's uh, see. It to, let's see. The ping pong diplomacy refers there to exchange go. of table tennis players between the U.S. and the People's Republic of China in the early 70s that began during the 1971 World Table Tennis Championships in Japan mm-hmm. as a result of an encounter between players Glenn Cowan mm. and Zhuang Zedong. So, I don't think that's right. Nope. Yep. That's that's. I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry right now. So you were oh, very well, close w- to saying something Wikipedia. insightful and intelligent, and then yet again, uh, <laughs> you know, you've you've disappointed everybody. So Kath- do you have Kath- a do you have another answer on deck, perhaps, or Catherine is 
Is Catherine Switzer a real person? <laughs> Catherine Switzer? Yeah, the lady uh, that ran the Boston Marathon and was attacked and yeah, that, like still ran it. That's She's a real, real person. Yeah. Okay. Her. Okay. Great. Great pick, Daryl. She's great awesome. Pick. Well, I'll tell you just to <laughs> get away from whatever the hell that was. I, some other stuff that I thought about was uh, uh, Jesse Owens at the 36 Olympics. Yeah. Just completely smoking everybody in track and field and pissing off Hitler. Like, how can. Mm, that that's the great. I don't care how many uh, gold medals Michael Phelps won. He didn't piss off Hitler. Like that's the best <laughs> Olympics performance of all time. Man, the guy won wanna, uh, four gold medals, and Hitler threw a hissy fit and left the stadium. That's the greatest thing to ever happen in the Olympics. He also stormed out. Hitler also stormed out. There's a great book called Boys in the Boat, and it's about the row team from that same Olympics. Mm-hmm. And he stormed out of that one too. Uh, like he like he like stood there and watch like you know like that but like and like germany got just stomped and it was great yeah um but boys and it has pictures of hitler which is like hilarious to look at him like all like all well he always looks angry if you want to really be thrown for a trip google hitler smiling because there are pictures of hitler smiling and you're and you're like oh that's something about that feels wrong yeah no like thanks. he's like smiling and laughing and you're like, uh, you're a person, but not like really. like seeing a baby picture of him too and being like, oh, yeah. he's a cute baby. Yeah, it's real <laughs> weird. Yeah. Remember Daryl, Daryl one time sent me a picture of Hitler smiling and was like, see, he's not such a bad guy. I never did that. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> he doesn't seem that so bad, now does he? That is not but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the, he was. Um, that was fantastic. Yeah, Jesse yeah. Owens. Yeah. That one was great. Um, Alabama guy, Southern boy. Yes. Yep. Um, the but battle- he ended up in St. Louis. Where did he end up? He ended up up north because yeah. the book I'm reading right now, "The Warmth of Other Suns," is about the black migration from the south to the north and to the west, and it talked about Jesse Owens' family and how like they realized he had a like a talent and they got him to a high school. Like he would have, ne- they think if he had stayed in Alabama, nobody would have ever had heard of him or anything. Probably. And it's funny because I, re- I mean, it's not funny. It's tragic, but like driving from my hometown of muscle shoals to Huntsville, you drive down the Jesse Owens Memorial, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and like to think that they, that Alabama tries to claim like some Cleveland, he you moved know, to Cleveland. Cleveland, that was it. And it talked about like his his like getting to school there and like how a teacher was like, uh, you've you're this is something, you know, and, and right. like if he had not gotten out of the South, it would have never been discovered. Right. Well, another one who was from Alabama who moved because uh, this one was one I kind of knew about, but I wanted to look up more about it. So I did was Joe Lewis versus Max Schmeling. Now, the Schmeling. story of that is really cool. So Max Schmeling in 1936, if I recall, was the world heavyweight champion of boxing. And so Joe Lewis had a fight with him and it was a big deal because Max Schmeling was from Germany. And so it was mm-hmm. another thing of Hitler's like, look at our big, strong Aryans and how cool are well, we? And like, what's it, what was his little number two guy? Uh, Himmler was oh, really pushing this whole thing. Yeah. And so, and it was like, look at our, and it was also around a time where Germany looked unbeatable. 
And mm-hmm. so the first fight that they had, Schmeling actually beat the shit out of Joe Lewis. Like Joe Lewis got dropped, he lost. And two years later, he got a rematch. And mm-hmm. he like took it seriously. He was like, I'm not messing around now. He apparently quit playing golf and stopped uh, 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 sleeping with women. <laughs> he was like, I'm not, this is, I'm going to focus 100% on this. He was saving his man. And like juice. it was, yeah, and it was, yeah, 100%. And he was, uh, and even like FDR like had a meeting with him and was like, oh, we need these muscles to help beat Germany. And so like he was like a lot was riding on this and he was super nervous about how it was going to turn out. And so the first match actually took place in the U.S. And so this one was going to be in Germany and I think it was in Berlin. But he uh, so he goes over there, you know, and he had gotten trounced in the first first fight. He comes out in the second fight and he dropped the guy in like two minutes. Wow. Dropped him. Wow. And not only that, he, the stats were, he threw, Joe Lewis threw 41 punches and landed 31 of them. Jesus. And the other guy, Max Schmeling, only threw two punches. He couldn't oh even get God. to hit him. And yeah. And he just dropped him, became the world heavyweight wow. champion. And it was like wow. a huge, cause, and that was one of the first times people were like, uh, okay, Germany's not uh, who we thought they were, maybe. Do you think we could ever get to a point in the world where we could train a sport or team and like that could be our wars? Like they don't have to die or anything like that. Dude, but like, I have said that. Like if like everybody, like even if it was chess would be cool, but like. Like, you know, like, oh, we we don't agree on how this embargo is being handled and, you know, that you guys gave weapon or gave, I mean, I guess it'd be football equipment to Iran. You know, let's uh, let China and America has to play soccer. Right. I have in Berlin. I have jokingly said for years that if the whole world had football, it would solve a lot of problems. Because think about like uh, Alabama versus Auburn. Right. We live with each other. (laughs) We all live with each other in this one small space and we're, we're fine. But one week a year we get to hate each other and it's just for that one week. And then we get to play and then you get bragging rights for the year. And then, and then it's done. And then we go back to living with each other. Like just let's just do that. Can we just figure that out? We all just play the whole world plays a football tournament and whoever wins, they're the, they're the, you know, they get the bragging rights for the year, and then we can all go back to not hating each other for the rest of the time. Settle things a lot more uh, peacefully. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I often wonder sometimes, like, what is the? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, war. What is it good for? Of course, but like, really? Huh. Like, good look, job. <laughs> but really, though, it's like you have a war. You've killed all these people, mm-hmm. and then, like, there's a winner, sort of. And then, but there's still like so many lingering effects for decades after. It's like, yeah. so, so really, what, how do you settle it? How does it ever end? It doesn't. In battle, right. you know, you might as well have like a set competition. You lost the game. Like, it's yeah. over. Your team sucks. You know, mm-hmm. we, you can, you know, gather up the nuts to, to play us again. Mm-hmm. Then, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. Seriously. Like, yeah. It's 100%. It's kinda, I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe like the Olympics should could be something like that, oh, that settles all scores. Yeah, yeah. Like if you win the Olympics, like you get something. I don't know. Like the, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You I, get to, no, I agree. You get to be in charge of that, the UN. That person for a while. gets to be. Yeah, that person is <laughs> yeah, in charge of the like UN. That. That's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're the king of the world. Russia, like you know, 
injecting everybody. Yeah, they're just going to shoot steroids. Well, in I've always said there needs to Russia's be like the, the, the Natty Olympics and the Drug Olympics. Because I would like to just see like some people on some human growth hormone shit just out there lifting up cars and throwing them at each other just because for shits and giggles. how fun was the Maguire and, and Sammy Sosa home run race? I mean, it was a blast. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and like, I, like, I mean, baseball is only as good as the highlights. Like, that's kind of the way I've always felt about baseball. I can't, I'm not a guy that can sit down and watch, I can sit down and watch golf. It's fine. I cannot mm-hmm. sit down and watch baseball. It's boring. It's just not my thing. But I can watch baseball highlights for like days, just days yeah. at a time. But you could probably um, watch it at the, during that era. You could have probably, I know that I, I think watching games during that era was so much more fun than watching games now. Like baseball. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you never knew, like, at any moment, somebody could just crack a home run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't like now, it's like, I think that baseball should allow PEDs. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, I, yeah, I think if or, they're going to. Or level the playing field by making everyone have to drink a beer for every base they touch. <laughs> That That's would how we used to play wiffle ball. That would completely level the playing field. We played, can you, can you we imagine, played wiffle ball that way. Can you imagine in, in like the, you know, the, the by the fifth inning, Albert Pujols is giggling because they just said his last name. You know, like he's that drunk <laughs> when he's at the plate. Like, like that would be amazing. That would, and then, the, and then baseball, everyone would want to watch it again. Yeah, you know? And they drink it and they play at home. They could play yeah. at home. Yeah. Um. So Jeremy, at the end, at the end of the show, we do a thing called the last word, uh, and we've kind of adapted it for this season or this uh, version of the show to where it's your last piece. Uh, so just kind of anything you want to talk about, like, you know, if you want to talk about like Black Lives Matters that's going on out in the world, COVID, being a new father, what, anything that we've started to talk about and you didn't feel like you got enough out or anything like that, you get to finish the show. We shut up and we uh, we give you all the space you yeah, need. Yeah, the floor is yours. Okay. Uh, wow, that's a that's a lot of space. A lot of floor. I mean, you can take a minute to think if you need. Yeah. Well, I, I'll say this. Um, you know, I think what has happened in the past few months has really – um, highlighted how screwed up uh, our world has been for a very, very, very long time. And I think it took uh, some really horrible things like the coronavirus, like the death of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and all the many others. Um, but it took us sh- literally sheltering in place mm. um, to really, really recognize how, uh, how awful we've been as a human race for a very long time. And um, I'm confident now that, you know, change is here, that things are going to get better. Um, I'm, you know, grateful for uh, bringing a biracial daughter into the world now. Um, I guess some people could look at it as, wow, you're bringing a child into the world now. Like this is a really, really (laughs) terrible time to bring a child into the world. And I don't see it that way. I see it as it's a very, uh, very good time to bring a child into the world because she's coming in and she's going to see something completely different than what I saw. Mm. And it's going to be something that she's going to feel more included uh, and more, uh, 
how, what's the word I'm looking for? She's going to feel more empowered by her dark skin. And um, whereas before, uh, being a black man, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of reasons to, to not feel that way, you know, growing mm. up. And so I, I'm happy about that. I, I'm, I'm not happy about how it had to happen. I'm not happy about having a global pandemic. I'm certainly not happy about the, the murders uh, of these innocent people who were killed by the hands of the police officers. Not happy about that. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, they had to be they had to be the sacrificial lambs, you know, mm-hmm. all that right. sucks. But it, they did something for our world that we couldn't have done without them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, uh, I'm confident that the future's bright and uh, that we're on, a good, we're on a promising path just as long as um, we get out and vote this fucking orange-haired douchebag out of office. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well said. Well said. That was actually going to – saying that, it made me think – I was thinking during the sports question, can you imagine if a tragedy happened – well, I mean, a tragedy is happening. But let's say another tragedy uh, happened. And uh, do you think Donald Trump would throw out a first pitch at a baseball game after a major tragedy would happen? You know what I mean? Because that's that's what ha- after nine eleven. Yeah. I mean, just think how just think how far we've come in 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 twenty yeah. years. Bush throws out. Look, did I, did I was Bush a good a good president? No. Yeah. But like, there's 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 no way Donald Trump would do that now. No. Yeah. You know, there's just no way, and it. Uh, but yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Jeremy. He also you're couldn't make it to the plate. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he would probably what he would Trump would make the catcher move up to close mm-hmm. enough to him, and mm-hmm. then make things to wait. It would make it look as seem like he was a really <laughs> good, like yeah. you know, an excellent pitcher. The yeah. ball, you know, that's yeah. exactly you know. No, no, Mr. President, we have video evidence that you threw it in the dirt. He's like. Yeah, no, no, you don't. They added some. They added some dirt in front of the plate to make the ground higher, so my pitch wasn't as good. That's yeah. what happened. No, no, no. It no, was regu- that's not it. It was regulation. It was yeah. regulation. Oh my god, what a piece of shit! But um, well, Jeremy, thanks yeah. for being on the show, man. It was a great episode. It's uh, some really good conversation there too, man. We appreciate yeah, I it. I agree. I mean, we we did what about exactly an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, an hour and a half, yeah, yeah. They're all going to be long right now because we're just like we're so happy to just be doing whatever the fuck. We yeah, want. exactly. Good to see you guys. Uh, yeah, it's good to see you, man. Are you ready for the outro? That was it. That no, was that it. was the intro. No, I know. I mean, what I'm saying now, that was it. That was the episode. The episode's done. You don't have to do another whoosh with I'm your hand whoosh. in front of the camera. Ooh. It's not necessary. It's not necessary at look all. Look at it. Look at it. This do, is do I look why, like a magician? Daryl, this is why they don't let us use the visual medium anymore because of you doing shit like that. Uh, yeah. Stop looking at me like I have to... All right. So, anyway, uh, that was Jeremy Seymour. Anyway, that was a great, was great episode. That was a really good it episode. Was great. I think uh, I liked what he said there at the end about everything. I do. I do have hope for everything, and it's you know, and it's it's interesting because like the f- the people in my older generation in my family, they're mm-hmm. all like, oh, I just want things to get back to normal. I want things, and I don't. I don't because I think getting. I think things getting back to normal is, is not good for everybody. No, normal's not good for everybody. But I think that mentality of let's let things get back to normal has what's also mm-hmm. been holding us back as a society. Correct. You know. Yeah. You know. 100%. And it's and it's just you know, 
I think because I think problems don't go away them. just because you ignore them. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And you know, uh, it's not going to happen with racism. It's well, not going to happen with COVID. It's not. And gonna it's not going to happen with, with Trump, even when we politics. vote him out. Those, gonna, those you know. problems are not going to go away. Those people right. are not going back under a rock. And right. uh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, they'd rather invade rock anyway that was another bad joke one potato two potatoes three potato four exactly potato, yeah, that six, was potato, more. seven potato more yeah what was yeah. that game you like you would pick somebody right you like do you like this one potato two potato i don't think that hand motion you're making one is potato, not potato what you two think potato three potato four five potato six potato seven potato more i don't yeah i don't know uh no, hot potato was different y- y- I don't know. That's a I don't, sex I don't move. know enough about potato-based games to dispute that information. So, <laughs> anyway, we'll join us next week. Our guest next week will be someone Redacted. different. So, oh, it'll be someone yeah. different. <laughs> yeah, we look forward we to it. We're excited to be back. We're excited to have you here and listening with us. And uh, please yeah, don't tell my mom any, what I said. Yeah, and if you have any suggestions for people you want to see on or or hear on, I suppose. Or any topics you want to hear us discuss, uh, email us ask 9 wisdom at gmail.com. That's A S I 9 wisdom at gmail.com. It's N I N E. And you can always yeah, tweet at us. No, you, you said the number. Yeah, you can nine. tweet at us at ask 9 wisdom across all uh, all platforms. platforms. If you don't know how to yeah. spell that, it's A S I 9 wisdom. N I N E. Uh, we also have a website, hey. asininewisdom.com. That's A S I 9 wisdom. N I N E. N I N E. Well, uh, fun fact, you can actually go to ASI9Wisdom, and it will redirect our website. Did we? Are we paying for two fucking websites, Jake? I, I bought that domain, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's 12 bucks. It's 12 bucks. How yeah, could I not? 12 bucks adds up. Champ, oh. we don't have that geek and sundry money anymore. Well, we're going to start selling our own weed and taxing it, so we'll get that money back. Ooh, that's uh, what we need. We need an asinine, asinine wisdom strain. It's going to uh, be a Let hybrid. us know if you would smoke asinine wisdom weed. I'm the sativa, you're the indica. It's a, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a blend, the asinine wisdom blend. 100%. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Somebody well, get think, at us about I think you made us a happen. million dollars just I, saying that think, out loud. I think so. I think so. Uh, all right. Well, that's the show, guys. Thanks for being here. Bye. All right. See you. No, I say bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.